Hey everyone, it's Reshma Sajani here for another episode of Brave Not Perfect. Today I'll be taking a few audience questions I received from emails, tweets, and voice recordings on the Anchor app. This is a question from Diane, uh, and she wants to know, do you have any advice for older women in tech? Um, There's so much age discrimination in the tech world. Um, Being a woman in tech and older is a tricky combination to sell. To complicate matters, I live in a community in a state with not much opportunity, so remote work is really the way to go. I'm 55 with three of my four kids in college. I'm intelligent and hardworking and willing to put in the hours to help my kids with their education. Diane, don't give up. I've talked to many people who face similar kind of age discrimination, quite frankly, in the technology workforce, and I think it's something that we need to call more attention to. You know, I know here, you know, at, at Girls of Code, we're constantly looking for people who, you know, want to work hard, who have great ideas. And I don't think no matter how old you are or young you are, that that is, you know, prohibitive of you being able to contribute in a meaningful way. You know, one of the things that we talk about even with computing is that, you know, oftentimes languages go out of date. And so it's not like you have to know the latest in the hot, the latest hot language, coding language. You need to know computational thinking you know, need to know how to solve a problem. Hello, my name is Isabel Alvarado, and I'm a high school senior. Uh, one of the things that prevents many people from being brave is the fear of disappointing others and oneself. I was wondering what advice you had for us in order to help us overcome the feeling of disappointment. Thank you. Isabel, thank you so much for your question about disappointment. So I think about this a lot because my parents are immigrants, and I know for so long, every decision I made, I thought I had to make in order to make them happy and to feel like the sacrifices that they faced in coming to this country and and putting aside their own hopes and dreams for ours was worth it. And so sometimes maybe I felt like I had to put my own hopes and dreams aside for them. And for me, that meant, you know, going to law school or working at white shoe law firms, like taking on working at companies and places that I wasn't passionate about, but that I felt like would give me a good paycheck. You know, I took a job as a summer intern at a law firm. And I remember when I got my first paycheck, my dad framed it because they had never seen so much money before. But if you would ask Rashma when she was 12 years old what she wanted to do, she would have told you that she wanted to serve. And I always thought that the way that I could really serve the country would be by running for office. And when I woke up at age 33, I was working at a lot. Um, I was working at a corporate firm, and I was miserable. I hated my job, but I was so afraid to quit because I didn't want to disappoint my dad. Even though I was coming home every day in the fetal position, I was so afraid of disappointing him that I kept with it. And one day, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I remember I made the decision to quit. And I called my father, and I said, and I told him. And he basically took a pause, and he said, "I'm so happy." Like, it's about time. So all this disappointment that I thought that he would feel and all this, this feeling that I thought I would leave, let him down was actually um, more in my head than in reality. At the end of the day, my parents wanted me to be happy and not in the job that I thought that I had to be in to make them happy. And so that lesson taught me a lot about disappointment. You know, I think the second part of your question is about disappointment that we feel that we didn't achieve the mark or we didn't, you know, do the thing that we had set out to do. And I think the thing is, is we have to ask ourselves, how do we feel good just about trying, you know, and having no regrets? I I talk about in in Brave Not Perfect, like, 
how do you live a life that's not full of regret? Because I think so many times we don't even bother to try because we're afraid of dis- being disappointed in, in the outcome that we end up having so much more regret. And in some ways, the regret that we have outweighs the disappointment that we might once feel. So this question is from Victoria Martinez. Hi, Rashma. I think today's day and age, a lot of people feel pressured to have life figured out at this point. But it's not that we're lazy or lost. It's just that many of us haven't found our calling. What advice can you give us to those who feel like we've got a timer ticking against us? How can we make the mindset switch from doing what we think is right to doing what we feel is right? Thank you, Victoria, for that really awesome question. Here's the thing. I am 42 years old. I've probably had eight different careers. I've worked in a law firm. I've worked in government. I've started a nonprofit. I ran for office. I've done so many, so many different things. And every time I thought that this was the thing I was going to do that I would love, I was got sick of it or realized that it, it wasn't for me. So I've realized that you really don't have a timer ticking. And that some people find their passion when they're 20 years old, and some people like me find their passion when they're, you know, 35 years old. And that it's really not about when, but it's about what do you do when you actually find it. And to me, the way the the question that I always used to ask myself is, how do I go about finding my passion, and what does that feel like? So for me, it feels like really being in love. Like in many ways, like. I am so excited for Sundays because I can't wait to Monday. I cannot wait to get to work in the morning. That's how much I love my job. I'm constantly thinking about Girls Who Code, our girls, um, women's leadership, and, and whether I'm in the shower, whether I'm at the gym, you know, it, it absorbs me, it consumes me. It's my, it's my passion. And, you know, I found my passion by figuring out what I didn't like. So some of this is about being open to having trial and error. So like, I thought that I wanted to work at a law firm, did it, hated it. I thought that I wanted to, um, you know, work in government, tried it, didn't work for me. So many of the things I've done in my past, I thought I really wanted to do them, but then I did it and I didn't like it. So part of what you need to do is just never settle. Like keep looking for the thing that you love that makes you happy. Find your passion. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Brave Not Perfect. Got a question for me? Send us a note at bravenotperfectpodcast at gmail.com or call in directly via the Anchor app on your phone. Every week, I'll answer questions from listeners like you on topics ranging from women in politics, feminism, education policy, and diversity in tech to what it's like running a company or just being a mom. I want to hear from you. Send me your questions. Until next time, this has been an episode of Brave Not Perfect with me, Reshma Sajani. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.